that long day behind you Good times lie ahead With company worth keeping That'll bash a smile on your head Come on in, the doors open You'll find just the finest folks here Pull up a chair, grab a drink And lend our stories your ear Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern Here you're always welcome The talk, talk, talk the tavern Promising beer and bed love The talk Madison, then some to talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Welcome to the tavern. We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment. Just want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor, and in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear, and we laugh at things we probably shouldn't, but we do it together. For those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. And my vices are a big old CAO Brazilian cigar, some Henry McKenna, some water, and uh, it's underscore just Ed's bit to my face. X100. You're welcome. Well, thank you very much. Ed, why don't you introduce yourself? Now. Hey, people. I'm Ed. Um, let's see. What am I drinking tonight? Oh, Heaven's Door. It's bourbon. It's good stuff. Mm. Really good stuff. I've seen a friend on Instagram putting that up a lot. So, yeah, I'm curious about it. It's one of the few bourbons you can still find in the liquor store in Virginia because, hey, we're having, like, supply chain issues. Even though bourbon is corn, wheat, and water, and none of it has to be imported, but we're still having supply chain issues. Freedom Convoy. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea? Okay. Well, I did have chicken salad and chips, but I ate all that already. So I just have a lovely bottle, beer of root, also known as root beer. Bolin's my favorite. Or boot rear. No, no. Beer of root. It's not as good as anal O, but you know, whatever. Something. These cats are going to drive me crazy getting in and outside the door. Okay, so tonight's topic... Oh, by the way, uh, Maria says her vice tonight is a dog on my lap and water. What's the dog doing on your water? (laughs) That's why commas are important. (laughs) Punctuation matters. Yep, it's the difference between let's eat grandma and let's eat grandma. So what's for yeah. dinner? Well, Grandma was from the South, so she was only 45 years old and still quite a looker. All the neighborhood boys would admire a little taste of Grandma. Gilf Adventures in Alabama, coming soon to a bookstore near... Where's my record noise? There it is. So, tonight's time. <laughs> tonight's topic... Maria says he's thirsty. Thirsty for a long drink of grandma. 
Mm. Okay, that's the end of the show, folks. Have a great night. <laughs> Arthur had a bone of his own. He wouldn't mind slipping to Grandma. So anyhow, the topic tonight is... <laughs> Granny bent over, looking for some kibble for him. And suddenly, doggy style was once again in style. See what you started. Okay, so... Oops. Toast. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm scared. Here's the granny. <laughs> oh, my God. You asked for that one, Ed. Come on up. Okay, so, uh, and I, I think you ran across something that you found interesting, something your, your friend said, if you want to. Uh, it, it was one of those things that made you go, hmm. Um, and it's from a friend's social media media post today. He he stated, the Western world is rooted and built, and I'm going to go ahead and put this in the chat here so everybody can read it. Awesome. Um, the return of the Soviet Union is the best thing that could happen to the Western world. The Western world is rooted and built on the concept of duality, good versus evil, right and wrong. The West needs a villain to justify the righteousness of its philosophy. Travis, I know you had some thoughts on that. Oh, I got a lot of thoughts. First of all, that's really well written. And did your friend just like randomly spout this off and you kind of remembered it and scribbled it down? Uh, he posted it on social media, so I copied okay. and pasted so, that shit to a Word document. So he may have been able to have a chance to look it over and edit, clean it up. Uh, this is a really well written statement no matter how you view it it just it's a well-written statement but i definitely agree uh the, especially since post-world war ii we have come up with there's always a hero and villain and the hero never cries because apparently you know when tolkien was writing in world war one it was okay to hug your buddy it was okay to cry in front of other men it didn't make you any less. But after World War II, with the rise of the Cold War and the Soviet Union being the bad guy, and frankly, you know, nobody else, I think because Soviet Union has so much land mass, the U.S. could be intimidated by size. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, yeah, there, it, doesn't matter that a different country might have more nuclear power or more economic and financial influence in the world. Americans look at Russia and go, well, they live in freezing weather and they have huge tracts of land. Really? Nobody? Nothing? Mm. Monty Python quote? About... Yeah, you got the accent wrong. No, no, it was right. a Scottish accent they did. Yeah, you got it wrong. <laughs> no, that was spot fucking on. Scots everywhere are going, oh, <laughs> granny. <laughs> you? My guilt didn't even rise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't 
doing the Scottish snake charm. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's we love a villain, and especially here in the U.S. I don't want to like say the whole West. We love a us and them scenario. Uh, this is something we're bitching about, and frankly. If we have a us versus them on a larger scale, it's so much easier to sweep our little us and them crap going on in our country under the rug. The Black Lives Matter, the LGBTQIA rights and all this. It's so easy to just move that aside because we got this looming bad guy to play us and them with. That we don't have to divide it amongst ourselves. We all can go, it's we again. We're we. We're we. We're good. We don't have to worry about that. Andrew? Yeah? What? Do you have some thoughts about this or something else, whatever? Pudding. Thinking. I, I but can... I, I agree that it the, a common enemy or bad guy villain is a way to bring groups together that are like sparring amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. After 9-11, how nice was everybody? Hell, for that matter, uh -oh. the three of us lived in Northern Virginia-ish area. When we had the mm -hmm. Beltway Sniper, mm -hmm. how fucking nice was everybody for those couple of months? Yeah. <laughs> they had a common enemy, yeah. Yeah, nothing brings us together like that. And It's sad. Ed, did you want to express some of your thoughts? Otherwise, I have other thoughts, too, on this. Well, yeah, I found it interesting you mentioned 9-11 because, um, yeah, 9-11, everybody started waving the flag, mm -hmm. which kind of annoyed me a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but say because... why it annoyed you, because I don't think it annoyed you the reason it annoyed some others. Oh, well, yeah, because, I mean... Um, where I worked at the time, they were giving out the flag stickers. We still had car antennas back in those days, <laughs> the flags to put on your car antenna. And I was like, no, that's okay. It's like, Ed, you used to be in the military. You know, surely you. And I was like, exactly. I used to be in the military. I've been waving the flag since I was 18 years old. I don't need something like this to happen for me to wave the flag. Besides, everybody's going to forget in six months. And they pretty much did. Yeah, give or take. It's, yeah. uh, it was a bandwagon and, to jump on. Not yeah, anymore. it was a bandwagon to jump on. And when I read my friend's post this morning, I was like, mm, maybe. But I'm really not sure because, as you mentioned, the Black Lives Matter or whatever it is today that is dividing us in so many ways, I've often wondered if we could come back together and unite if we really needed to. I I just don't know. It's it's scary to me because I don't know if we can if we really needed to. You I watched the movie Go ahead. No, go on. Uh, one of the things I, I watched the movie Dunkirk, which okay. really grabs my heart. When I see that movie, everybody jumping on their private boat, going over to the English channel to get the soldiers, bring them back to England. And I was like I could imagine today if we said, hey, we got troops on the ground in Florida. All you people with your fancy troops on the ground in Cuba, excuse me. All you people with your fancy yachts in Florida, 
need to go down to Cuba and pick them up. It ain't going to happen. Mm -hmm. See, okay, couple comments from chat. Uh, Maria says Russia has a lot of bombs and shit. I mean, I'm scared of Russia. And she continued a few minutes later as we were talking, says nothing brings people together like death and destruction. People don't have a very long attention span, no matter what it is. Haven't seen a Black Lives Matter post in a while. Marlene says, now, do you think the flag-waving bandwagon is enough to reunite Americans across the political spectrum? Mm -mm. No, absolutely not. But it is enough to get the press distracted from talking mm. about other issues. You don't have to unite America. It looks united when the press is talking about this and not, oh, all the little <laughs> problems that we we're fighting over. Little problems being, you know, in quotes there. Hey, Kennedy. Good to see you, man. Hey, Kennedy. So, I have a question. Yeah. Maria is in Nova Scotia, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How is it over there? I mean, I know what's going on here and how the media is here. How is it there? You know, and if you're going to do that, you might also want to ask Marlene because, yes, mm. she's American now, but she was born and raised in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how is it – how's everybody else in the world reacting to this? That's what I, what I wonder. Are they coming together? Are they uniting or separating? or What are they doing? And I can't see chat because if I pull that up, my internet will crash. So, Maria, you have to tell me. Maria says, uh, with Black Lives Matter or Russia or what specifically? Oh, the current thing, the, um, Russia. Russia invading the Ukraine. And while we're waiting for some of those answers to roll in, um, Ed, one movie I think of when you ask, can we unite the country or the world or whoever? different factions of humankind. I always think of the movie or the graphic novel, uh, The Watchmen, mm-hmm. where, spoiler alert, if you haven't read this or seen this, a little late because it's been out since the 80s in one form or another. The twist of this is one of the heroes is actually the villain and basically constructed an alien invasion, though it was a little it was an alien invasion in comics that changed in the movies to bring humankind together so they could actually move forward as one. But fun mm-hmm. fact, he constructed an actual alien invasion, not just like a hint of it. And that's the level thing I think it would take to bring the world together. And let me read Marlene's comment. Most people, including my family, are pretty anxious about the Ukraine, especially since they're from the former Russian side of Germany post-World War II. And Maria says, Russia? We don't feel great about it. There's been a few people protesting it to show support. But overall, we don't seem to care. Maybe it's me that doesn't care all that much. (laughs) Um, Okay. Marlene continued also, also, since the trust isn't high for another nuclear disaster of some sort, either them messing up one of the nuclear plants during the fight or actually dropping some kind of bomb. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it's weirder shit has happened. It's remember what happened when the dinosaurs got a hold of nuclear weapons. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I mean, really it was I think the saddest part of that whole situation with dinosaurs and nuclear weapons is for millions, hundreds of millions of years after that, they were depicted with no feathers, just naked fucking lizards. It was embarrassing. Yes. That was all the radiation. <laughs> um, Maria says, as a country, I think Canada is just tired. Our thought process has changed from help where we can to dear God, figure out Canada and keep your heads down. It's not an okay. wish we could get there. Yeah, I know. It, it's such a mixed bag. It's but to rush into everybody else's pit fight, and not that Ukraine doesn't need and deserve assistance, and and but yeah, it's. Did they want it? Did they ask for it? Oh yes. Should we wait? Wide and far loud okay. and clear yeah see how much i'm up with it during the work week i don't know anything <laughs> I, I say i wish we could get there but i'm also reminded of the last time our country did go into isolationism world war one happened so mm. i don't know it's Something else I've noticed, and we talked about this briefly before we started with this. Uh, yeah, Kennedy, the Russians did take over a nuclear plant. They got Chernobyl back, wasn't it? So I know they were close. I I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm pretty they sure they got it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also certain cities that were taken that the ukrainians are like uh-uh they ain't got them yet well everybody out there as we discussed on a previous show everybody out there running around with their phones filming shit shows russian soldiers just like sauntering down the street like they own the place and nobody doing shit about it so i don't know you judge but, but yeah the ukraine government today told its citizenry any Russian military equipment that they capture, they will not not be taxed on it. That's a good thing. That is a great way to get the mob involved in the war. So we can keep the shit we find as long as it belongs to Russians. <laughs> Vinny, go get the tank. <laughs> Change the serial numbers. Put some of those goofy symbols on there. We got this. I don't know why there's so many Italians in the Ukraine. Anyhow. Um, so, Ed, this whole concept of duality, good versus evil, right and wrong, this happens on the micro level as well as the macro level. Oh, yeah. I commented earlier before we went on air that most jobs I've been at there is one person in the workplace targeted as that person. You know, the one person everybody has an issue with. And by the way, they might be totally unlikable. But everybody bands together in their dislike against this person. And when they leave, you can see this power vacuum where, oh no, who do we hate Next. now? And yeah, I have yeah. seen people picked out of the flock and taken down by the people a week ago were their best friends when this other person was there. 
Right. So this is human nature. Unfortunately, yeah. Let's look at a few more comments. Um, I'm just scanning them real quick. Marlene says, Canada has the third largest population of Ukrainians, so apparently many there are getting ready to organize help and promote regulations to allow refugees now to go to Canada. I really feel the refugee situation is different from sending over a mobilized military force. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's humanitarian as opposed to joining the war. It, and I might be ignorant on that. I don't know. Maria says we sent a bunch of money and stuff, but knowing how the Canadian military is, the people in the military are pissed that we're sending things slash help when it really impacts our resources. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to... Either of you have any thoughts on this beyond what we've already explored? Well, a little bit off topic, on, but it kind of relates to what Maria just said. And I read an article, gosh, I wish I could remember exactly what country it was. Um, but I read this article a couple of weeks ago. I want to say it was Norway. I'm not really sure. It was a nation that has conscription, which means everybody serves mm -hmm. six months to a year in the military. It doesn't matter. Um, they were asking the conscripts after they finished their conscription to turn back in their underwear because they were having an underwear shortage in the military so that it could be used by the next group of conscripts coming in. Talk about military shortage. Wow. Hmm. Underwear? Short shortage. Underwear. Bras and underwear. What size did they need? I will ship some over. <laughs> oh my God. Need drawers? Got it. <laughs> Here's four pair. You're welcome. I hope it helps. Um, well, it sounded like a great business opportunity to me. Go to their country and set up a damn underwear factory. You I, know? I feel like the underwear gnomes from South Park will be there any time. Step one, collect underwear. Step three, profit. Yeah, so, that's the perfect place to do it. Yeah, we found step Is that two. South Park or was that a Ferengi? Uh, well, maybe it was a Ferengi <laughs> on South Park. <laughs> it's hard to say. Underwear Ferengi. Next on Gilfs in Alabama. Anyhow, um, Andrea, you found an interesting thing the other day. Mm-hmm. You want to? Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. I'm pulling it up. Okay. So, it's an article. Because in the morning, I look at my Google News. Pops up articles of all kinds of shit. So, Business Insider. Headline, anti-capitalism is flooding TikTok as young people question... Uh, see, I can't click on it to read the rest of it. They, as they question a life, I can't, if I click on it, I'm going to lose connection. But Ed, can you bring it up and and yeah? Uh, but basically, you're good. Andrew. It's saying work. So Americans work is their life, and they have this obsession with 
always being productive. But it's kind of taking a toll on everyone, which I understand that. So, as, as far as the article, I, I took it another way. I don't know if this is how they meant it to be, but what, I, what came to mind for me is you work, you work. They want you to do more work and do more things and hire less people and have you do more work for less pay, and that's just burning people out. Yeah, I don't, it just made me think. Mm-hmm. I don't think Americans are so much stuck on <clears throat> always being productive as much as I want the next cool shiny. I want mm-hmm. the next big TV. I want the new car. Ed, I don't know if that link is working. It's like taking it's people working. directly into Discord. Oh, shit. Why did it do that? Let's try this again. Um, Give that a second, guys, and we'll get that for us. Thank give you, me a second. But, yeah, I, I think Americans are stuck on, I want this $500 game system. Matter of fact, I want all three of the $500 game systems. And I want to go to Disney World, and I want that car that costs $40,000 for the cheap version. And so it's not so much, hey, I want to be productive. Work is my life. It's more like I have to work because I'm now paying back the debt I've created because I wanted that thing. Because we have... Go ahead. I was going to say, people, all they do is they work, they go home. So... Their release, their outlets make them happy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. the next big thing, kind of like what you're saying. I need this. I need this to be happy because all I do is work and that's it. I don't see, I don't understand this. Like, I'll work and work and work, but I prefer to have time rather than think. So, as long as my bills, are paid i don't have to work extra because i don't need the new shiny i don't need the new thing but people aren't they don't they don't value time like they do material stuff and i Mm. think that is a lot of problem where they're getting it's fucking up their mental health right Mm -hmm. by the way in 2019 the world health organization actually classified burnout as a clinical syndrome in 2019 but we've We've kind of done this to ourselves because. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Go on with that thought, Ed. Oh, oh, we have done it to ourselves because of wanting the new shiny. Um, I, I, I think it snuck up on us, though. I, I don't think. Um, I don't think we started on in... wanting to be this way. Right. Go ahead, Travis. I don't think it snuck up on us in two years. This is over decades. Oh, no. Okay. Go no, it, it, it was over decades. Right. I don't. I don't think we started out wanting to be this way. Right. But it did sneak up on us, and employers begin to take advantage of it. Um, and then COVID happened, <laughs> and everybody needed the thing, so they went into debt and all the, you know. Right. That's true. It's uh, and by the way, Chad is is kind of uh, going crazy here, and Maria says we don't want to be productive. We want money to live the posh life. In general, if I'm not working, I'm going insane. Seriously, 
I was on unemployment for four months and had to go back to work, even though I could pull it for another six months. And Joe says, being out of work would drive me batty. Andrea and Ed both know how I am. If I'm not at work, I'm trying to do something. I enjoy being productive. It is a delight mm -hmm. to me. I, I will write. I'll go mow my lawn. I'll do a house repair project. On the other hand, if I do want to sit down and watch a movie, I just make sure I schedule that shit in. Mm -hmm. um, but to sit around and just, and this is not knocking anybody else that does it, to sit around and just flip through the TV and then watch something for six hours without, <sighs> I can't. I want to go. Yeah, Andrea's pointing at herself. And yeah, she can. I, I do that sometimes. Yeah. You know, and not very often, but sometimes I'm like, just fuck it. I'm done. Netflix, are you still watching? Yes, Netflix, I'm still watching. Continue playing. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's how you enjoy spending your time. Um, but I'll also tell you guys, Andrea will get up and head over into her office and start knitting start reorganizing the damn thing you know whatever little project okay she, that's why all netflix is on but i'm still watching good. it for six that's hours good. but i am doing other stuff um yeah and and not to confuse i mean yes i enjoy working i enjoy being productive mm -hmm. um i enjoy seeing the fruits of my labor yes but i think in this day and age there is a type of ownership to the job we don't own our lives right. the job owns us the productivity you're producing doesn't show you any results because you're not working mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. You're working for somebody else. And that becomes in a, in a very emotional sense, it becomes soul crushing because but you go ahead. I, I, I do find it interesting that TikTok will have anti-capitalism videos. Because I know, right? It is on by China. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Sorry. it's and we can make fun of the kids saying this mm -hmm. shit but i've lived my life believing what they're saying you know if you're going to go to work and come home have it, the the term quality time used to be out there a yeah. lot and we yeah. don't use it as much anymore but to have the time you do have away from work to be worth something spent with the people you like, not just, I don't know, watching your big TV or... Well, mm -hmm. here's the thing. So when we, we're a different generation, we have a lot, we've seen the before all this technology and the after technology, so we can see the difference. A lot of these young people, I want to say 20s, early 30s or whatever, they grew up in all of this technology, so they never, a lot of them never just went outside, got kicked out of the house when the sun came up, and had to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With rocks. And, and do all that stuff. Everything's on social media. Every bit of their life, they're like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. We didn't have that. We just went out. Nobody knew what we were doing until we came home. We didn't know what we were doing. So, I want to read a few comments real quick. Maria mm -hmm. says, on the flip side, uh, in from her other comment, people who need to work and be productive for their mental health and being shit on because if you're someone who needs slash wants to work, then you're going to be overworked, Ed, while coworkers slack off 
to merely get the paycheck they want to use to buy the new shiny. Joe mm -hmm. says, in reference to what we were saying about keeping busy, I believe it. I have so many craft hobbies. I'd be doing Etsy or eBay or something. But Travis once pointed out correctly that many Americans have a hard time just enjoying doing nothing. Doing nothing. Like yeah. at a sidewalk cafe, which, by the it's way, not... Ed is great at this. Ed has shared this with me when it comes to camping. And I have shared it with you guys on my live stream when I sit on my porch with a cigar and the wind blowing and just chat mm. with you. There is a delight. Yeah. And there's a word for it in Italian. Hey, Andrew, just so you know, it's in that book, Eat, Pray, Love, just so you know, um, where it's the art of doing nothing, just relaxing and watching the world go by. And it takes practice. It takes a lot of practice to be able to do that because a lot of people, my mm -hmm. kid included, because mm -hmm. he's in his 20s, so it's that generation, they're always entertained. They're always doing something. This they don't know how to just... They've done studies on this um, mm -hmm. throughout history. Now, the human brain processes so many images per second. And when you're looking at the real world, it doesn't max out your brain. Gary. Hey, Gary, how are you? Gary, what's up, Gary? Hi, Gary. And give me just a second, Maria. I'm going to get to that other comment there. Um, and then radio comes along. We're now getting more sensory input, more information. It's almost an addiction to information. Then television mm -hmm. came along, and then HBO, VHSs, cable television, then the internet. And now we can constantly, 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 and it triggers an addictive need for more information. And it all goes back to mm -hmm. our, our hunting animal, the reason our eyes track movement. Yeah, Andrea? No, that's me. That's why I can't sleep unless the TV or there's noise on. Right. I have that addictive thing. Right. And this is something they've studied and realized, but how do you tell not just a generation, but multiple generations across the world? Right. Um, guys, you might need to put that shit down a little. That is like cocaine yeah. for your brain. It is. It is yeah. very addicting. Like if you take a phone or whatever from someone that's constantly on it <laughs> well once they stop it's hitting like, you it's it's like taking them off a crack or just here no drugs they have withdrawals and it's really bad andrea you once shared an article with me about it was off one of the podcasts you listened to about this ice cream place ice cream museum and part of that podcast or article was talking about this ice cream museum had so much going on that people missed a ton of it because they were so busy snapping pictures and posting it to social media. Mm -hmm. So to alleviate this, they started asking people to leave your phones at the front desk and have them returned or not bring them in with you. And it did get, you know, blowback. But the people that agreed to do it came out enjoying shit so much more because they were there to experience it now instead mm -hmm. of document it and not be mm -hmm. a part of the experience. Well, and also 
with that, they need that approval from whoever it is out right. in cyberspace with the likes, the comments. It, it's addicting. And if you don't get as many as someone else, depression. And right. this is a yeah. big thing. Yeah, or even as many as your last post. Or if you get as yeah. many, more than your last post, you're like, what's wrong with my other stuff? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's pretty bad. It, it just it snowballs. Right. By the way, Maria did say, I personally think the key is being able to leave work at work. Sadly, that's easier said than done. Um, it is. This is something I've told Andrea when I leave work. I want to leave work. I will deal with work when I'm at work. Um, and now, just so everybody knows, we're working together. That's harder to do because it's a very big part of what we have in common. And Andrea wants to discuss it and share it and bond over it. It's important to her. And she does feel like she's achieving things there because we're in a very small workplace owned by the person we directly interact with every minute of the day. So it's much more fulfilling than working at most other jobs across the board. Um, it's a great job for wanting to come home feeling like you made a difference and, and you contributed something and, and helped people. Every day, I'm, I, I'm happy. And it looks like I'm coming up on nine months at this job and it seems like I've been there forever. It's just... I had been there for a week and a half and the boss is like, it feels like you've been here months. <laughs> you know, it goes... But my Not point, in a bad way. Right. Oh, my God. Will you fucking leave? You never go away. Um, yeah, the point is, I'm good. When I walk out of that building, I'm not talking about work anymore. Let's talk about something else. But, Andrea, it's important to her. And it's possibly because I come home and I crowd myself into my office and, and focus on writing books or podcasts and all these other things. So I have that fulfillment in other ways. Mm -hmm. um, so, and this is why one of the reason talk of the tavern is important to the three of us and others that have been a part of it. Well, Teresa, my wife, she often says, I'm sorry to talk about work so much, but we both work for the same company. Mm -hmm. We're both experiencing the same issues with mm -hmm. the same company. So... Why wouldn't we talk about work so much? <laughs> what I'd recommend there is, if it is a concern for one or both, set a time limit. Yeah. You know, if it's Andrea and I, well, maybe we could talk on it, talk about it in the car. And, and, that, and that was the good thing when we used to commute right. together. We did that on the way to work, on the yeah. way from work at home. Then you um, get home. Yeah, you can't talk about work. Yeah. Unless if there's, you know, something super important pops up. Oh, the boss just messaged this happened. Yeah, fucking talk about that shit. On the other hand, <clears throat> if you guys like talking about work, again, if it's an important part and both parties want to, yeah, fucking talk about it. But, yeah, I don't think this capitalism destroying our lives is anything new. We have been caught up. It's again, it's no. the human nature of xenophobia, us against them. I have more than you. Thus, I'm better than you. Or, keeping up with the Jameses. Right. Or even keeping up with yourself, as Andrea mentioned with social media, with all the likes. You might not even be competing with other people, you might be competing against yourself. And that's guaranteed. Yeah, Andrea? 
I was gonna say this is like off of that, but also the same thing. This is Fitbit and mm-hmm. those apps, those exercise apps are very addictive and can <laughs> be the same way. It's like, okay, let me get this or let me do these many steps or I didn't make my goal today. And there is studies are starting to come out saying they're a, a bit more harmful than they are good. It's uh, I like to think of them of what were they called a tagagomi tagamanchi thing. We used to have them in the. I I knew it till you said the word. Yeah, the the little keychain yeah. creatures. Takagomi. Mine always died. Yeah, it, this is that, but with yourself. Tamagotchi. There you go. Tamagotchi. Your your own little tamagotchi pet. Um. <laughs> but. This is all. I'm going to oversimplify, and people hate this. It's fucking easy to take care of. Figure out what's actually important, what actually brings you joy, and stop getting all the other shit. Now, mm. I buy pops. I like them. I have fun buying a new one, having something new. I like to display them. Every once in a while, I stop and look around the room and smile and go, I like that one. Oh, so-and-so gave me that one. So, my point is, you don't have to give up all your worldly goods. You can buy stupid shit. Just don't buy all the stupid shit. Be selective on the stupid shit you buy. By the way, Ed, I, I... Speaking of buying stupid shit, I saw something in Target today that I told Andrew we should get for you and just put it away for a gift. It was the nine-inch action figure from the original Star Trek series of the Salt Monster. Oh, wow. No, it wasn't the original toy. It's a, you know, a remake of the toy. But yeah, it was that really crappy fur oversuit. It was like 15 bucks. I'm like, we should get it. Yeah, the original sex doll face. (laughs) Now Maria's wondering where her Tamagotchi got to. It's, uh... Yeah, realize the value of your own time and your own life. and, And, yes, don't let capitalism kill you. And, more importantly... This is going to bleed straight into Ed's next thing here, by the way. It's, uh, so I'm, I'm wondering. The work you do, make sure you're getting more out of it than a paycheck. If you can. And if you're like, well, I don't like working at Target or Walmart or Amazon or McDonald's or wherever. But if nobody works there, then they go out of business. Maybe that's not a bad thing if things back up a couple steps. They won't go out of business. There's always someone. Well, I mean, how many retail locations of this store or that restaurant in the past few years have shut down? Oh, this big company is now shutting down 300 locations across the U.S. You know, seven people will be out of work because everybody else was on unemployment. So. Well, right. mm-hmm. and another thing is that people didn't have to have all the things. Like when COVID happened, I was working in retail and it's like essentials only, essentials only. But people weren't doing just essentials. They were bored. So they wanted to go out. And it's like 
great. I'm sorry that you're bored being home with your family. I can't be at home with my family during the pandemic because you have to come in here and buy paint. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a thing. Jerry says, I went to look at HAL 9000 model. And good ones are really... HAL 9000, like from Space Odyssey? Huh. Am I understanding that correctly? Wasn't the whole Maybe. thing of HAL 9000 like that little camera lens with a dot on it or some shit? I don't think so, Dave. Dave, don't do that. <laughs> don't touch me there, Dave. Oh, Dave. Don't make oh, it weird. Is that your grandmother, Dave? She's hot. Let's eat grandma. <laughs> Ed Gary would like to know if that's a sign or a generated background. It's a generated background, uh, Gary. Yeah. That's a tavern society symbol with eyeballs. That's looking at Ed, why don't you bring up that other topic yeah because it does lead right into it um everybody has seen well maybe not everybody but um the polls on msn msn puts little polls up on their page you can vote this particular poll had four thousand seven hundred three hundred and seven two sevens there votes um and the question was what do you think is the driving force behind the current labor shortage? And we'll start at the least. 8% people, I'm not sure. Okay, can, can, can we pause there for just a second and go? We sure can. Why is there an option that says, I don't know? <laughs> and I don't know. I've, <laughs> I've heard a comedian talking about... Um, Back when you can call in and pay to vote on, you know, whatever TV show that people were singing on. Who do you think should win? There was like person A, person B, and I don't know. And somebody would call in and spend a dollar ninety nine to vote. I don't know. <laughs> Not just a person, lots of persons. Yes, yeah, right. So eight percent took this thing to go, uh I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Ed, go on. 9% said burnout. 21% said wages are too low. I'm with them. But I still got to work, so nothing is better than... Something is better than nothing at all. But I, I don't know. 62%, and this really surprised me, voters on MSN, because MSN is fairly liberal, and this is... A more conservative way of thinking, but 62% answered too much public assistance. Okay. What do you think, Ed? I don't know. <laughs> and there you have it. Um, Good night, folks. <laughs> being in management on a job and trying to beg people to come to work, it is something that has puzzled me because... As I just said, wages are too low. Mm -hmm. I, I don't disagree with that. But why, how can we have a labor shortage even if wages are too low? You have to live <clears throat> some kind of way. Yeah. 
How do you have a labor shortage and unemployment at all-time highs? Right. Uh, what? <laughs> and and I really can't say for certain too much public assistance, but they got to be living some kind of way. So well, maybe they're selling drugs or they're sex workers. They're not selling pot That's anymore. Not on the pool. Mm. My my mm-hmm. boss today just questioned this, and I muttered something like, "There's lots of reasons. This is a long conversation." <laughs> Andrew, do you have some thoughts before I just, like, totally stomp up to the podium and start banging my fist on it? Well, here's the thing. So, I I say, yeah, wages are too low, and people are like, well, I'm not going to work for that little bit of stuff. I'm not one of those people, because I like to eat Mm -hmm. almost every day. Um, Me too. And it's like, okay, I'll work, I'll work my way up. A lot of people want to do like, well, I'm not going to. And I see a lot of young people who've never had a job and they don't want to work for minimum wage. Right. When I started work, it was less than $4 an hour. But, yeah. So, I see that, but I also... baby. I know. So, also, I see people are complaining, well, I don't want foreigners taking my taking jobs from Americans. What's in Americans? They don't want to work because they don't want to work for that pay. But then the employers can't hire people who are not from here because it, it's a horrible cycle. And I see a lot I've seen where people say, they were on um, unemployment during the pandemic and stuff. And they were making more on unemployment than they were at their job. So yes. they would stay on unemployment, yes. which I can't say I blame them because, you know, you do what you got to do. So right. it, it's just a and lot of factors. <clears throat> I saw people when I was working at Amazon who had their hours cut. As Amazon is hitting all-time highs, they're cutting hours of people. Mm-hmm. And... These people would have their hours cut, so they were still working, but because they were making less than a certain amount, they then went, got the full maximum unemployment on top of working. Mm -hmm. So they were getting $600 a week plus a paycheck. So, I think it was $600 a week. Um, Well, I know for a while, um, when you got unemployment, they gave you an extra, I think, $600 on top of yeah. your unemployment. Okay. And, and some people were working limited hours, like maybe 20 hours, getting the full unemployment plus that bonus on top. Right. So, so wouldn't you take that deal? Couple comments. Gary says, well, I don't know. Maria says, I think wages, people are bumping up their worth. And she also says, sex work is real work. Yes, it is. I will mm-hmm. I will raise a glass of sex workers out positive. there. No, it's not. It's they're they're still working. That's why I say that's why I say that might be why it's a labor shortage, because they're not working in restaurants, they're not working in Amazon, they're working for themselves. But Joe said, I'd say it's a combo of people being scared, wages and public assistance. I know some people that were living off the aid and got rent relief. For anybody who doesn't know, rent relief is basically like, 
Oh, the government said even though you can't pay your rent, your landlord can't evict you. Right. And now that's coming to an end and people are like, I, I owe $15,000 in back rent. How much that? Or yeah. whatever. And they're like, uh, n- no. Here's my thoughts on this. This was a horrible series of dominoes that went down. This wasn't any one thing. The labor shortage now is people are creatures of habit, and they learned how to work around it. And even though all the relief and all the assistance is ending, they're still trying to work around it. So, we have seen... And the system. Yeah, but you've seen Amazon target other people raising, we'll pay for your college. We'll uh, work with you. We'll give you $15 an hour across the board. And now, of course, minimum wage working its way up to that over the next couple of years. So because of this, people started raising prices. Restaurants, in the beginning, were booming. In the beginning of the pandemic, that is. Were booming. But as people started quitting for that, uh, the thing you get paid where you're not working, unemployment, that's what it's called. Um, And by the way, just so everybody knows, Andrea, Ed, and myself, and most of the people in chat, as far as I know, has continued to work through the whole pandemic without any issue or risk to our job. Now, risk to our health? Sure. Maybe. Probably. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I was miserable in in retail because, you know, people were shitty mm -hmm. because they were bored being at home. So I just quit. I had another job within a couple days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's another thing. When I quit my most recent job, I had another job before I quit without even trying. Um, Employers are hungry for employees. But the process we've seen over these past two, three years is things shutting down, hours limiting, less days per week. Um restaurants aren't even open after seven o'clock in a lot of cases yes andrea so here's the thing that i'm seeing travis and i went out to waffle house of all places the other day because i wanted waffles there and now restaurants are putting signs up (laughs) saying be nice to the staff be nice to the people that actually showed up have patience it's pretty bad when you you have to do that. And we were talking to them and they said, yeah, people were getting really, really bad. And it wasn't. They they had. Go hmm. ahead. Finish your thoughts. Sorry. It's like, so if you're going to go out to have this, you know, for this service that you don't have to have, you can eat at home. You can stay home. Yes, we'd really nice prefer you to do. The Hmm. <laughs> yes, the rest of us in the restaurant nice. really prefer you stay home. Yeah. But if you're going to go out, be nice to the people that are there because this is not this is a luxury. It's a luxury. It's not necessity. Something that's like it's not a hospital. It's not but yeah, it just be nice to the people. Don't be shitty because you have to wait a couple more minutes because they're slammed and they're trying to take care of everybody we saw a similar sign at tgi fridays it had the added uh, the added information of 
we will evoke our right to refuse service to anyone if you behave badly and ask you to leave. That's good. Um, so this series of unfortunate events, it starts with people staying home out of fear or some people not out of fear just because they're like, wait, I have a way to not work and a good excuse. That sounds great. Which, by the way, I considered that option a lot. But I have this weird thing where I want to earn what I get. And I'm not knocking anybody who has taken assistance. No, there's nothing wrong with it until you keep taking and never stop taking. Then it's no longer assistance. It's support. Um, so as restaurants and other businesses shortened hours because they were short of staff because people were staying home with this assistance, now we're going to see these places closing. And when people start finally going, well, I'm out of assistance. I've got to get back into that workforce. The jobs will be there initially, but then they're going to run out because of businesses that have closed because they didn't have enough employees. We are facing in the next six years a potential Great Depression situation again. Mm -hmm. Especially, mm -hmm. let me throw this in the mix, Part of the Great Depression was assisted by the Dust Bowl, basically a huge drought in the Midwest that killed a ton of crops. This worked against us in that situation too. Sure the fuck didn't help out. If, we, if we're facing climate change, global climate change, and we actually see a change in our fishing industry, in our crop industry, this is going to exacerbate the whole situation on top of people just not showing up. Business is closing. Those business owners. Hey, Kitty, how are you? Good What's to up, see Kitty? you. Yeah, the point is, this is a domino effect. Our whole infrastructure, not our roads and trains, but our, our economic infrastructure is built on a shaky base. We saw it in 2008 when the housing and banking market collapsed and what happened in the U.S. there shook the whole world financially. And it took us almost a decade to recover. Ed, thoughts? Nothing we haven't covered. I, what I don't understand, the biggest thing I don't understand is the assistance is gone. They've already cut out that extra $600. You already have had to get a job or they're cutting, have cut off unemployment. I still don't understand why people aren't coming back to work. I don't know that either, but I grew up yeah. and then entered my adult years. And even now look at people who don't hold a job, but They've got a $50,000 car, a multiple thousand dollar TV, more than one in their house. And they have all these things. I'm like, where the fuck are you getting money? And you're drunk and you're on drugs? And you're drunk, yeah. How the hell do you afford this? We and don't talk about that. And you're fat. Hunter made a, good, a very good point, though. First timers coming in the job, they want... The big price. Yeah, we all do. Salary right <laughs> off the bat. It, I've had a couple of those, and and I've looked at them, and they tell me what they want to be making or what they think they should be making, and I just like, you know, I've been in this business thirty years. 
I should be making that too, but I'm not. Yeah. So a lot of that, like when I was working, I'd been at a place for several years and the people starting out were making more than the people that had been there longer. Yeah. Yeah. This bonus crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Tonight, I jokingly said to my boss, I'd be happy if I could make more than $35,000 a year. Because that's pretty much the top I've ever made in my life, which is not a lot. I'm sure there's plenty of people right now going, that's all? That's all? The fuck? Um, but, yeah, it's... Because <sighs> I could live on it. Because Andrea and I, we, we live smart and we pick and choose our expenses and we, people look at us and they're like, oh, you've got this nice thing, uh, maybe the watch or the ring or the hat that I'm wearing or whatever. And I'm like, you don't understand how I buy cheap <laughs> and then take care of my shit so it lasts. And people mm -hmm. are like, you've got cool stuff. Yeah, because... I pick I've had it 30 years. In some cases, yeah. But not my underwear. I've already sent that off <laughs> to the poor folks in the Netherlands. Oh, <laughs> there you go. And I think you guys are probably like us in a way. It's like, okay, there is this big ticket item that right. we want. So we're going to eat cheap for whatever, how many big months. Before. So we can afford this big ticket item when, you know, make okay. the sacrifice. And I'm going to read a yeah. few comments here. If you, are and you... then I have a thought on the end of this Okay. when you're done. I will pass it right over to you in just a moment while we're getting feedback from me reading comments. Um, Maria says fishing is already changing. Fingers crossed that fish farming picks up. Kitty says a lot of businesses are suffering because people just aren't going there. The second thing hurting people is the supply chain issues, which we haven't even touched on yet. Joe says, I'm even productive when watching the tavern, made metal earrings. People also borrowing from friends and family. Kitty says, they get stuff on credit. My brother's ex is the credit queen, buys things on credit, steals from her grown-up kids, never pays for anything. Wow. Yeah, wow. There, there is that. It's fucking scam artists yeah. on the lowest level when they're just draining off people who care about them. Andrew, what was your thought there? So, along those same lines. So, and people looking for jobs. Employees want more pay. But the businesses can't really afford that because if they do that, they'll raise the prices and then the customers won't come it's because 22. they don't want to pay it. They pay those prices for those services. So, it's like a never-ending thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I was so, talking about with the domino effect. Yep. I mean, when we just, uh, a year ago, Andrea and I replaced the the front steps. And to tear down the old rickety braggity braggity stuff that took me like a couple hours to tear down myself and replace it with five steps on risers, they wanted $2,100. And they pointed at the price of wood. <laughs> Which, by the way, I went, okay, thank you. My wood's much cheaper than that. And I mm -hmm. tore the porch down. Your 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 wood is top dollar, buddy. And I'm not selling myself short either. Hey, 
There's nothing short about it. He's in it for the long game. Um, so I tore down my own porch, paid for my own wood, and the wood was $250, $300, all said and told, it including... Uh huh. Yeah, it was less than three hundred dollars with buying the risers instead of making it mm-hmm. yourself. And I got this um, top, almost top of the line stain for them. Right. Less than three hundred. And then I had to get some stones to go underneath it. So here's what I'm gonna tell you: even if we go way over five hundred dollars to do it yourself, but I'm it not. It took two hours. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you bring in a team of guys. I, it took me two days, but probably five, six hours work each day. Yeah. But if you brought in a team of guys, they would have had that shit done in three hours because they know what they're doing. They do this every day. And, but, eh, you know. You know, why was that work? Um, couple comments. Kitty says, or Maria says, in reference to me, mentioned 35K. Maria says, I hear you, 35K would be nice. Kitty says, if you live in California, you need 40 to 45 just to survive. Joe says, I was pissed way back when because I was a weekend computer operator who had to train a summer intern who they paid more than me. Kitty, uh, Maria says, yeah, on your 45K for living in California, it all depends on where you live, too. It absolutely does, Um, Mm -hmm. which is why I moved to where I am. My taxes are very low on my property. Um, mm-hmm. I paid cash for my house. I had to put money into it because it was a foreclosure sitting empty for years. But I own my house outright because of that. And what else that means is if something happens, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty easy for me to survive on minimal income if I must. Right. On the other right. hand, it's also pretty easy for me to save money. If I go out and, and bust my ass and work and work and work, I can save money easier than other people because I have beat my credit cards down to zero and, you know, tried not to have go. To pay for cards paid for, you yeah. know. Yeah. Now, I had to pay $5,000 in repair over the past two years for my car. That's still cheaper than a car payment. Mm-hmm. And would I like a new car? Absolutely. But do I want to have an extra $400 plus going out of the door every month? And that's mm-hmm. not even for a really good car. No. Um, so you pick and choose. But yeah. Why the labor shortage? I think it just boils down to people don't want to work. That's my short answer, and that's not an option in there. But they still want the shiny. Right. So they go to assistance, but that assistance is gone now. We still have the shortage. So too much assistance? Myth busted. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I didn't even realize I didn't turn my phone off. Hold on. We're in the middle of a show, sir. I know. It's it's <laughs> yeah. the boss. Yes. Turn that phone off. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah, Joe says that's why people retire and leave New York City in the suburbs. Yeah, and people go to New York City to yeah. make a bunch of money, and sometimes that doesn't work so well. <sighs> nope. What else we got tonight? That was it. Short, long show. There we go. Let's talk about this real quick. In chat, anybody have anything they want to talk about? Anything at all. Doesn't matter to me. I'm quoting Elliot in the morning for Andrea's amusement. So, we'll pause a moment. And we're waiting. It's true. (laughs) Kitty says, I was thinking I'd like a new car, but then saw a news report that says car prices are sky high. Used cars, especially. Mm-hmm. Used cars, especially. Um, I, I have some friends, they bought a pickup truck two years ago, paid cash for it. They just sold it last week, and they got what they paid for it, because used cars are selling so high right now. My, so, well, go ahead, Andrew. Fun fact, I had a car, it was older, it was used, and I have a brand new car I got in 2020 it's a 2021 it's cheaper than the 2016 20, yeah i think 2016 i got a couple years ago mm-hmm. it's cheaper it's better it's newer it's it's weird my brother got rid of his ford f-150 a few years ago and got a brand new car drove it off the lot it's two years old something like that maybe three years old he's still paying whatever he went and traded it in and got like 15000 more than he owed on it. Because mm-hmm. it had low miles. It was a couple years old. So it paid off his loan. And then, of course, he bought another car and now has another fucking car loan. But, you know, okay, whatever. Um, okay, Kitty says, I suspect that part of the unemployment or the employment issue is how long it can take to get hired. Plus, employers... Want specified skills and experience. <sighs> sometimes. Go ahead, Andrew. I was going to say, sometimes they just want somebody there. I, I, I've seen jobs where they just want somebody to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All of Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking They'll for even warm give bodies. you $100 for shoes before you even start. Yeah. Yeah. And give you sign-on bonuses. And edit. you just raised your hand for those listening to podcasts. Pass a background check. Pass a drug test. You're hired. I just need a body that's breathing and standing right now. You're hired. Right. I'll I'll deal with the rest of it. I'll try to groom you later, but you're hired. Right. And um, so, Kitty, I'm going to respectfully call bullshit. Now, what you say is absolutely true when it comes to certain positions and job levels, but entry-level jobs, that's absolutely not correct. And how long it takes to get hired, most employers I know and see will hire you on the spot, hand you whatever apron or whatever they need to hand you, and say, I'll start training you now. Now, that is low-level entry jobs folks that is not you know what marlene does for a living in in 
biology and other things. Um, so, yeah, and by the way, Maria says, if you feel yourself burning out, take some time for you. Maria, the common argument to that would be, how the hell do you do that without getting behind? Mm-hmm. It'll be there when you get back. It's okay. <laughs> but the bills will pile up. I'm going to tell my client that. There you go. There you go. It's like, I need a day off. It'll be here when I get back. It's, what are they going to do? Fire you yeah, and hire right? somebody else for double the contract? Mm. It's crazy. Kennedy says, I went to a steampunk event for the weekend recently, and that was worth every dime in restoring my soul. And Maria, yeah, Maria points out, oh, you want us <laughs> to both, to be both standing and breathing, Ed? You ask too much. Damn it. <laughs> but no wonder... Andrea's boss, my new boss, is so pleased with me if this is what people are dealing with. It's... Sorry, cat's wanting in. We've got to get a cat door for there. Yeah, I've got it. On, <laughs> I've got it in the Amazon list. Okay, anyhow, we'll wrap this up tonight. Guys, thank you so much for all your yeah, inputs guys. and comments. Yeah. You guys are awesome. You guys are really, really, really fucking awesome. I love you all. I love you, man. I love you all. There we go. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, for our closing toast, here's to all the fuckers that come to the tavern to hang out and yell shit at us. They're the best. Here, here. Let's get some closing music and get the hell out of here. Where is it? There it is. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern. I'm talking to everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night.